Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Select Bet and I'm joined this Friday evening by Paul Gallagher, who's otherwise known as the voice of value. How's things, Paul? Not too bad. Busy week, but looking forward to the weekend now. Indeed. Uh, I guess he's still celebrating last week's winner. Yeah, it was good to get a good to get a decent price winner. Um, Supremacy, I think, with SP thirteen to two, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Actually, Miss Amulet in the first race that I tipped um, was was a close second as well. That would have been a nice. A nice wee double, but uh, yeah, we'll take what we can get. I think we had a non-runner as well, didn't we? The yeah, last El- week. Arab in the big race was a non-runner, um, and as I as as I tweeted about um, on Saturday night, I managed to talk about the winner, the forty to one winner of the Cambridgeshire, and not actually tip it. So that was quite impressive. That would have been a nice touch. Did you have anything on it? And the truth is, I didn't because we were running running about. Um, I was out with my daughter and a. Uh, we were in the shops and blah 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 and I was driving and stuff and I only just caught the start of the race so I actually didn't even put on what I would call a wee saver I had my main bets on but I was going to have a few bits and pieces um, closer to the off and I would almost certainly have backed that but anyway that's life well I can safely say with experience you better get used to your daughter costing you money <laughs> you have a, a lifetime of it I'm afraid mate <laughs> um, okay so we're going to try and repeat the trick this week again we've got four tips over three races um, at Ascot and Red Car for Saturday um, so we might as well get started straight away and we're going to look at the 305 at Ascot and you've got a couple of fancies in this one yeah this is a, a really interesting race um, a, quite a valuable handicap um, and there's a at the top of the market that are quite interesting the first thing I say um, for most of the racing on Saturday is it's going to be soft ground so that's um, that's really important to note um, at Ascot and it, the forecast I think is for more rain again so you, you do kind of want to keep an eye out for one that, that enjoys soft ground and, and if it's a ground dependent horse well it may be a, run, a non-runner and certainly it's one you probably want to avoid if you're looking for one that, that only really performs on good ground so there's a couple that sort of near the top of the market. I wouldn't put anyone off um, River Nymph, which has kind of been backed in almost to favouritism now. Um, a progressive three-year-old, so that, that one's a pretty short price. Um, and Raising Sand, who's a, a, an old horse um, in relative terms that people have heard of before. Um, the interesting angle is, well, firstly, this, the soft ground will be no problem. And also, um, Safi Osborne is a pretty good young um, female claiming jockey. She's claiming seven pounds, so that is going to end up um, putting the horse in a pretty good handicap mark. Yeah. So they're but they're both a wee bit too short. It's a it's a really big um, handicap. So I'm I'm looking for a bit of value at bigger prices, and there's two that I've found that, that I'm fancy quite strongly. First of them is a horse called Ropey Guest, um, ridden by Tom Quilly, who used to be um, Franco's jockey. A lot of people remember him for being famous for that. Um, so Ropey Guest, as, as I see it, is another sort of progressive three-year-old, um, similar to River Nymph that I men- mentioned earlier. But uh, Ropey Guest a much bigger price, so again, 20 to 1 um, about him. And I think he's got every opportunity here to, to go quite well. He's run reasonably well on soft and heavy ground in the past without winning on soft or heavy ground, so it doesn't sort of immediately jump out when you we scan through the form. But if you dig down into it, 
them he said no problem he's, a, he's he actually came second at Newmarket and heavy ground so um I've no concern about him um and he won last time out in August um so he's, he's in good form he's had a wee bit of a break that's um just over a month ago at the end of August so I can actually see him running pretty strongly um at a huge price so ropey guest each way for me 21 okay the second one is an even bigger price um, a horse called Young Fire, and possibly a bit more of a stretch in terms of trying to make a case for this one. Um, but he two starts ago at Haydock, he won uh, seven furlongs, which is this this uh, the distance for this race, and that was in soft ground. And we all know that soft ground at Haydock is significantly soft, so he'll have no problem at all um, with the, the soft ground at Ascot tomorrow. Um, he'd gone up a bit in the weights for that. It wasn't particularly good last time out, um, but that was in the goal, the Air Gold Cup, um, and it was over six furlongs, which I don't think would be ideal for him. Um, mm. He sort of finished mid division there. He didn't didn't embarrass himself, um, but I think this trip will be more suitable in this ground as well. So I think twenty five to one is a pretty big price for him. So that's Young Fire. Um, so yeah, th- those are my sort of two big prices against the against the, the field. Were you tempted to give Admirality a second chance? Yeah, I, I, second being the operative word. Four <laughs> in a row, is it? Yeah, I think at least that if, or like five out of the last six or something like that. I think he's been. Um, but yeah, I thought this the conditions weren't weren't really ideal for him. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to skip him this time. Uh, I think he's probably a bit better on a sound surface. Um, and he's gone up three pounds for that performance um, when we when we tipped him um, in the silver cup at air um, when he was second. So I think he sort of was running out of chances to get his head in front. That was the that was the day um, that he's he's bumped into one in magical spirit. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Ropey Guest uh, twenty to one each way and Young Fire twenty five to one in the three hundred five at Ascot. That's it, yeah. And as usual, there's extra places floating about, so don't just take yeah, don't take the four places. There's there's five and potentially six places available, so make sure you get that. Yeah, I think most places are going five uh, ones to avoid. Look like bet three six five coral, um, yeah, bet three six five coral, and maybe race bets only going four in uni bet. So just uh, make sure you check out who's taking the extra places in that one before getting your bet on. <coughs> Okay, next up we're going to head over to Redcar for the two-year-old trophy at 325 um, and a nice 9-1 each way shot in this one. Yeah, this is an interesting race. Um, really valuable race for um, for two-year-olds um, and it, because of that it's attracted a huge field so I think there'll be 20-odd there'll be certainly going to post for it. Um, but I think there's quite a few you can, you can sort of discount. It's not a handicap so they all carry roughly the same weight. Some of them get penalties for previous um, the, the class of race that they've won previously, but for the most part, they run off the same weight. Um, and there's some there that that just don't look that, like they'll be good enough. They're, they're sort of pretty much exposed. They've had plenty of runs and, and aren't aren't going to be top class. So you can actually cut it down quite a bit. The one that I think um, he's only had three runs and has got a bit of improvement in him is a horse called Uncle Jumbo. Um, from the Kevin Ryan yard, uh, I think he's won that. I think we will we'll get an each way price about. There's nine to one, as you said. I think yeah. he'll be in six places as well. Um, so I, I just thought he, he won his maiden back in June, 
and then he ran, he's ran pretty well at York and Doncaster without sort of blowing the socks off anyone. But um, I think he'll enjoy this big field and soft ground should be okay. He, he ran quite well and good to soft. I don't think that'll be an issue. I don't see any problems in the breathing um, that would suggest that he wouldn't get, he, he wouldn't uh, enjoy the soft ground. So Uncle Jumbo for me, um, it's reasonable each way price. Yeah, um, Skybet looking the best priced at nine to one going six places. You can get ten to one at bet three six five, but they're only paying uh, four places. So yeah, it's one of those definitely go with the extra places. Um, yeah. that one because it's it's um, there's plenty of runners and, and although a lot of them you can sort of you can at least discount on paper. Um, the there could be trouble in running, etc. You know, it might be hard to find a passage with all these sort of two year olds flying about the place. Um, so there'd be a bit of carnage. So um, getting a place would probably be an achievement. So um, top six, I would definitely go for that. Take the extra places when you can get them. Indeed. Okay, we're going to wrap things up with the voice of value, Danny Tudhope tip for the week. Yeah, it's been. I think it's been a few weeks since I've done. Yeah, it's been a while. Twice, I know. <laughs> uh, I've, been to, I've been trying to behave myself, but um, I can't resist this one. This this is, um, f- in my opinion, anyway, more or less a, a sort of toss up between Kate Byron and the Tin Man. Um, so this is in the, excuse me, this is in the three forty. Ask what which is a Group Three race, so it's a decent quality race. Bearing in mind again, it's soft ground. Which is very important, um, and the Tin Man has got plenty of form and soft ground, um, and crucially has won uh, Group One races here in the past um, over this course and distance. So knows exactly what's required. At Ascot, almost you could almost see a sort of course specialist type. So th- there's nothing, there's no strength and depth the same way there would be in the Group Ones that he's won here. Mm-hmm. He's you know now, so he's not over the hill. He's maybe ever so slightly past his best but the cracking run last time out at Haydock um, in a much better race in the Spring Cup Stakes which is um, a group one uh, on soft ground um, finishing sixth I think even just a replication of that would be would probably be enough to win um, I don't really think he has to improve much um, Kate Byron as I said earlier I think is the main danger um, but perhaps not quite as, as comfortable um, on the soft ground and crucially um, hasn't had a run this year so these sprinters sometimes they, they can take a, a few runs to get back up and, and sort of hit in peak fitness so I, would, I wouldn't be keen on backing him first time out um, and there's not much else in terms of real strength and depth in the race I don't think Brando potentially another old campaigner um, but he's uh, he's not he's been out of sorts recently. So the Tin Man, really confident one for me in this. Um, a win bet, and I think we're getting seventy-two. An unusual straight win bet for you. Yeah, just jumped out at me. Um, sometimes you, you have to sort of shatter off the pan uh, <laughs> in these in these sort of high quality group races. Um, you know there isn't always the same each way of value, and sometimes if you just there's one that you like, you've just got to go for it. Indeed. Well, hopefully we can make it. Uh, two wins in the trot. Um, can you right, just give us wins? We had a win the previous Saturday as well. So we did. Sorry, three wins in the trot. You are absolutely right. Yeah, we can't discount that. My sincere apologies. Uh, can you just give us a wee recap then of your four horses to keep an eye on for Saturday then? Can indeed. So the three o five at Ascot. Um, I'm going for two in this. They are Ropey Guest twenty to one each way and Young Fire at twenty five to one each way. 
Um, as I said, I wouldn't put you off River Nymph or Raising Sand in that in that race if you're particularly keen. The 325 red car, Uncle Jumbo, 9-1 to one each way and get your six places where you can. And then the 340 at Ascot, it's a win bet on the Tin Man at 7-2. to two. Nice one. Uh, now that's us for the racing podcast this week if you want more tips from Paul then be sure to check out Mr Fix's Tips where he posts his regular tips and be sure to follow him on Twitter at The Voice of Value for more racing tips from him have a good one Paul best of luck with your tips at the weekend and hopefully we can make it three wins out of three yeah thanks very much good luck to everyone enjoy the racing Saturday